0: Out here we entertain ourselves at home. So we got an Atari video game. There's so many different games to play. We especially like Space Invaders. Zapping those little devils from outer space. It's fun.
1: Become great at a game machine, maybe you can score 16 million on Space
0: Invaders. <laughs> 16 million? That's a lot. That's a lot. In way.
1: Not possible. Not possible.
2: Welcome to Play Retro. Yes, that's right. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and I ain't letting you suck my ship up there just so you have to shoot it down again and double up my alien killing business.
0: I hate when that happens, and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. Actually, I love when that happens, and I think we may be in trouble here. Invaders from space are slowly approaching Earth, and it's in in some kind of attack formation that can be best described as easy pickings. So pull out your pew pew and let's blast some Galaxians. Wait, am I a Galaxian or are they Galaxa-thems? And they blew me up. Focus,
2: Brian. Focus. Focus. Get some focus. I don't know if they Okay, this I have the I cut out the little thing today, and it says in Galaxians case, it right. says, We are the Galaxians here to destroy the we aliens. We are the galaxians. So does that mean we're me and you the player are part of the galaxians and we're after and the galaxians aren't the bad guys, they're just aliens. Cuz I've had the, it backwards the, my whole life. I thought I was shooting galaxians.
0: No, you you are correct. Uh you, you are from what I read understood which <laughs> is not saying much. Yeah. The the attacking aliens are the galaxians and we're the galaxip Oh, my Lord, this really? This is the name of the ship, which you control at the bottom of the screen. So I guess we've named our ship after the thing we kill. So, yeah. you know, like uh, if you're a deer hunter, you may name your gun deer Deer
2: killer. Yeah, deer know. Kim. This De- gun is mine, but it's my, there are many like him, but his name is deer killer. Or whatever you say.
0: <laughs> right. But Glaxip is like Galax,
2: G-A-L-A-X-I-P. Okay, it, so yeah. that's the name of this, the, the Did we little... mention this
0: is a Japanese-developed game?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you didn't know that now or before, you'll know it now. So we're going to talk about the early shmups, the early shoot 'em ups the things that inspired an entire uh, generation all the way up to this day of uh, top-down shooters that uh, are all about dodging crazy bullets and killing stuff in front of you or behind you or on top of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into all of that. Get off me! And uh, talk about the ones that really deserve the attention, uh, and really the inspiration for so much. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute before we get going. I ended going. up am
0: more of a, I, I didn't mean to, but at some point in time, I turned into an R-Type fan, and so I'm more of a side-scrolling smup.
2: I like R-Type. I'm a smup. I think it still counts, though. Oh, yeah, it, actually, it absolutely does. They're all smups. Yeah, they're all shmups. I think it's These shmups, are, right, with an H, isn't Yeah,
0: it? yeah, right, right. And we're mostly going to talk about fixed shooters because that, this was in a time when we didn't have the processing power to to scroll very much. So most of this stuff was fixed screen to screen because yeah. we're going early arcade smups.
2: Yeah, we'll get uh we'll get to Zevious which kind of broke that mold um and, we'll, and we and that's yeah. kind of the top end of what we're talking about. But uh but yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We'll get to all that in a second. Before we do though, uh Brian and I both ordered a my arcade Galaga portable device. I forgot to bring mine to the I
1: screen. got
2: mine. Do you have yours handy? Pull it up so people can see it. All right, hold on. Let me uh let me get to the right Oh, is that the way? That's the one. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there it is. Okay. You glitched for a yeah, second. So. That's on purpose. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, because
0: I, I was switching cameras. All right. Yeah, so
2: yes, see right that right. you guys see this thing a little handheld? It takes <laughs> little did I know I thought I, I thought I had rechargeable lithium ions in it. But you got to put four triple A's in that thing. <laughs> to uh, get it going, I felt like I'm playing like a slightly miniaturized version of a Game Gear with all those batteries in it. But uh, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like it's it's about the same uh, size as a Game and Watch, maybe a little bit uh, bigger. It's definitely thicker yeah. because it does take those four triple A's. M- Brian Duff thinks Scott expected too much from our twenty four dollars we spent on uh, Galaga, Galaxian, and uh, what was the what's the other one? The, the, uh, the Xevious. Xevious. That's yeah, the Yeah. Now look, so the
2: I'm going to say for the record, I really like the device. With one exception. I actually think the the thick battery stuff is helpful to it because it makes it, I don't know, makes it more grippy. It does. Um, it feels very solid. My complaint is about that screen, dude. That screen is bad. <laughs> it's a bad screen. It's like it, really glowy and like it makes my eyes kind of hurt. Feels like it's trying to almost yes. be 3D in a weird way. There's like a weird depth thing going on that I think is just, really? you know, cheap LED But
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's backlit, Ellie, you know, it's this little backlit thing, and it's, uh, like I said, $24 (laughs) worth of technology in my hand right now, so... Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) I know, you get uh, what you pay for, and it's not like it's meant to be much fancier, I expected a slightly better screen, or easier to see screen, it's just really, it's really backlit, but the game itself... Uh, very true to the original. I feel like I'm playing actual uh Galaga, which is great. Yeah. The other games are also good on there. Um, it's worth 24 bucks. Totally.
0: Yeah, I think it's it. I think they sell them new like for 39. So I don't know if I would I would have probably not spent the money for the for that much. But uh, for for I think it was on Amazon for 24 dollars, yep. and I I thought it was fine. Um, some of these you can modify. There's uh there they ha- they make several of these. This is in my arcade. Portable uh, handheld. I can't remember what it's so Anyway, it's my arcade, yeah. and I think it's called portable something. Anyway, um, they got you a can, Ms. Pac-Man version the, of that. which They I, got a Pac-Man I, version, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. Uh, the screen actually looks better on the Pac-Man. So I'm thinking there's there's they use different screens. Yeah, it must because have. Uh, this has a, this ROM is more square than it is tall, which makes me think maybe. Is from a different ROM than the one you would, might have played the stand up at the arcade. Um, I don't think they would have modified it, but it it runs real smooth. This you know, it's just it's just like you're playing at the arcade. I mean, it's one to one movement and everything, which is good because you need that when you're playing a SMUP. Yeah. Um.
2: And this but, sounds good too. Yeah. But I I will say this. I yeah. think the reason there the way that they were able to get the screen to be laid out the way it is is they have the score crap over to the yeah right, and. Right. In the old arcade, you didn't have that. You just had the long screen, or it was right, shrunk. It was I, I don't remember exactly, but it was yeah, weird. It was weird. You're
0: right. It was it was longer. It was it was more it was more tall than it was wide. Yeah. And um, yeah, all the all the stuff was down at at the bottom, like the flags and everything, the Namco flags, and, and all your information, your ships, and all that stuff was is is a different layout. So I'm assuming because they did, they made several uh, different. Types for the for the Galaxian, so you know they had no. like a they had the cocktail, they had the stand up, they had they had several different types.
2: Yeah, and I remember but playing. I, I remember playing a cocktail version that had the score thing off to the side, and then yeah, a stand up version that was version. just a fully portrait version. So they
0: had different kinds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm assuming they probably went with the cocktail version, which I think they changed later on and got, I think Gallagher, there's no story about this. Well, we'll get into it when we talk about Galaga. I'm not I I don't want to eat it all up here at the beginning, but I have the Pac-Man version. There's a Miss Pac-Man that looks really good. And once again, I think they they manufacture these with the products they have in hand. And uh, the the screen looks better on the Pac-Man version. And I'm hoping so does the um so is Miss Pac-Man. Um and I also there is a Contra one that I'm very interested oh, in having. Contra. Someone Yeah, someone hacked that one. Uh, where you can add more ROMs to it.
2: Oh no way! How many can you get yeah. on that little thing? Probably four or five. Games I don't. I wouldn't think very many. But
0: the fact that you can do it at all is kind of cool. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. You know. That's pretty rad. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, let us know if you end up getting those. I would. The Miss Pac-Man one's interesting to me, but I need that screen to be better, man
0: got to be better yeah I'll, I'll 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 get some video of the uh the miss pac-man and i'll we'll we'll verify that it's more like my pac-man screen and not this screen some I, of you it's it's not as good yeah. and like i said with the with the contra it's got a different screen and it's got a different aspect ratio in it which you would expect because they're these different arcades they were all different 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 aspects yeah
2: there. that's the way it worked uh so i also downloaded the um the uh the same game Galaga. They had yeah. it on they had it on Steam for five bucks. So I was like, you know what? Let's see how the Steam version looks. Looks fine. Mm-hmm. I have one complaint no. to that in a second, but it runs kind of poopy on my Steam Deck, and I don't mean performance. Oh. I mean controls. They are the the one to one controller stuff is just not hmm. tweaked or something. Something's up. Where I got to push weird buttons weird. to make shit happen, and it's fine. It's okay. I can deal with it. Here's my complaint though. I don't want these, okay, these games that all come to Steam and other platforms where it's like, here's an ancient arcade game, and here you go on a on a handheld or a, uh, a device you own in 2022. Cool. I like it. And because the aspect ratios are weird, often they'll put like cabinet art on the sides or something. Totally yes. fine. Not an issue. Love it. Do that all day. Don't care. My complaint is they also like to take modern UI elements like bring up the main menu or Pause the game or something else. They like to have those alpha transparent buttons and like UI elements on hanging over the gameplay screen as if as if that's somehow cool. It's not cool. It freaking sucks. Quit doing that and make it either that or make it so it's very easy with like a single click to take that shit off of there because. I understand. I know that I need to be told that, <laughs> that Y opens the menu or something. Fine, but don't have right. it like hanging over part of the damn score at the or my, my ship uh, remaining ships over on the bottom corner. Why are you doing that? Right. Ugh. Bad bad UI. You're right. This is it. Are the is the one you got
0: the three ninety nine version of the arcade game series Galaga. Yes. That's is the that, one.
2: That's the one. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. So it came out in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So it's been no excuses there, right? Yeah, it should be working. It should we be fine. We had good UI in 2016. Oh,
2: hell yeah. It wasn't that long ago at all. Like they should have had that yeah. all solved and figured out. And there's plenty other examples of games like this where they don't clutter things up. But for some reason, when it comes to like Namco especially, they like to do this. They did this with their, uh, what's the thing we got last time? Uh Oh, geez. Centipede? Centipede. Batman. I bought that combo that was like three or four games, the original Centipede, the oh, original yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, something else, whatever it was. Same thing. You get these little button UI things hanging on yeah. out over the screen. Even though you've got these huge stripes on the side with nothing in them, or you have like, you know, art or whatever, put them over there. <laughs> what yeah, are you put doing? Put them on the art, the art static. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you trying to remind us why mobile games suck when you have to put your thumb in front of the damn thing? <laughs> oh, I hate that. Oh, It's that's annoying. My, that's
0: that's why I really hate the, the mobile game in which to put your fingers on the on the. Oh, yeah. don't get
2: me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even get you started. Anyway, it's you know it's cool. I like it. Right. Um. How's your uh? How's your setup going? I know you've been working on like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Stuff. So I've been working on. Uh, so this week I was working on uh, virtual setup stuff. So uh, I've been using my emulation, my, the Emu Deck, and I've been trying to use Emulation Station more on my Steam Deck. Uh, but I haven't felt too satisfied with the ROM art. And so uh, because you'll you'll have I have all the ROMs I put in there, but I haven't scraped them yet. Yeah. And so I've been trying to scrape them. I can't figure out why it takes so friggin long. And uh, I think I discovered why. I think the built in scraper, this built into emulation station, I think the place is scraping from wants me to sign up for a paid account or at least an account because i'm being throttled i was curious what was taking so long i was like is it because of the number of roms or is it something else so i'll like you know whenever i pick up my steam deck i'm going okay now i want to play and i'm like well i'll scrape a little bit first and you know it'll get through like five games and i'm like "Mm, okay i'm tired of that (laughs) and so I've, i've been trying to figure out how to scrape them i'm trying to see if i can scrape them on my pc and then uh, transfer the information over to the to the Steam Deck later or something. So if if anybody, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, hi, I'm, I'm Brian. I'll play retro games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we want to, uh, what I'm trying to do is get the uh, posters and manuals and the artwork and the, you know, the thumbnails and everything for my ROMs in emulation station, which is the front end for retro arch, which is just gives you like, you know, a little box art. It's like, hey, look, this is the game you're playing.
2: Yeah, by the way, the other problem is the Steam Deck doesn't yet do like uh, off screen or kind of sleep mode downloads. So if you put it to sleep, which it can do, it can suspend a game and go to sleep. It's no problem. It's cool, but it doesn't continue scraping while you do that. So I I, I thought that at first. And so when I went to do it, I started the scraping process of my Genesis games. And I like, Mm -hmm. all right, we're going to put that baby to sleep and I'll come back in an hour. That'll be done. I did it. I walked away, I came back, and it had done exactly one because that's the one I finished before I put it to sleep. <laughs> so once I realized that, because that's just a Steam Deck right. thing, they claim they're working on some sleep mode stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know when that's coming out for a patch to that device. But until it does, uh, what I found was just like turn off – because you're right, it's, it's freaking heartachingly slow. Yeah. Because they're throttling, throttling you. And I didn't know that until today, until you just said that. I didn't know that was the reason. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense, although they don't tell you. It'd be nice if they said something. They don't. They um, don't. Anyway, what I did to get all mine done was I would just put it, I'd take off, Uh, you know, go to sleep after so long while plugged in. I'd turn that yeah. off and just best let best. it go. I don't love doing that because I don't like having my screen just yeah. sit there static, you know?
0: No, no. And but, plus, the Steam Deck, uh, it, it does a really good, Job at cooling, but it it can get hot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, toasty, toasty, yeah. toasty steam deck. So if if anybody's listening, if you're within the sound of my voice, play show at gmail.com. Tell us what you're doing to scrape because uh, I went and looked up. I googled it. You're probably gonna go. Somebody's gonna say, just Google it, Brian. I've googled it.
2: Yeah, you know There's how to use lot. Google. You've used Google before.
0: You know. What's There's about. a. This is one of those questions. It's just like uh, you ask it on Reddit or something. And then you get 50 people yelling at you, just pay for your big, and you just like, and so anybody who else has asked it has gotten that response. So you have to go through pages and pages of hate. And I'm like, I'm just don't like dealing with the hate right now. It's fine. Also, how do you you do
2: it? If I go sign up where, (laughs) and how do I make sure the thing knows I'm logged in? Like what is that's whole setup is weird.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's funky delicate. And somebody's going to say that it's super easy, I'm sure. And they're going to also suggest that I just use Launchpad or something like that. And I'm like, cool, cool. I've tried Launchpad. It doesn't quite fit in what I'm wanting to do. I feel like Inventilation Station fits better to to how I game personally and how I like to navigate stuff. But, you know, so there you go. If you're just going to bring hate, don't bring hate
2: no bring love bring love just, not hate. just
0: bring love yeah, just bring don't love. write if you're gonna bring hate yeah, Just don't, don't do it
2: don't bring any hate we can't deal yeah. with i can't deal with hate from emulate <laughs> emulation people i can't it's like the right. last thing i want to deal with to be honest yeah all right well that's all well and good but now we got to talk about these old shooters and what they meant to this industry
1: Shall
2: we play a game? Indeed. We're going to start with this one. See if this sounds familiar, Brian. Ooh. Is that my heart? Ooh. Oh, yeah. to a
1: little...
2: <laughs> oh, you still... This brings back so many memories, you guys. Now, yeah. as you're listening to this, you're going, oh, well, that's Space Invaders, obviously. Yeah, well, of honestly, course it is. Honestly. Space yeah. Invaders deserves a place in the Video Game Hall of Fame of all time. Yes. Uh, one of the most influential, important games ever. And it also marks the exact point at which my dad entered the arcade business oh. when that game was at like a fevered pitch. He joined uh, joined. He got in and started doing <laughs> things. And the very first machine that we had in the house that he used in, you know, would then send to arcades or whatever was a fresh, new, brand new stand-up edition of Space Invaders, oh,
1: nice. And it was
2: in the garage. And here's a quick story about it. Okay, this is a dumb story. I'm pissed at my brother still for this, but my brother did a thing that pissed.
0: Oh, me. oh, the, what, what happens? A dumb story. The story itself is is highly entertaining. Yeah, right? the
2: story is a pretty good story. But my brother Mark, right, right, who's right, ten right. years older than me, so I would have been, I would have been like nine or ten, just a little kid, and he yeah. would have been like nineteen or twenty. Okay, <laughs> and he was just kind of an ass anyway. But he did this <laughs> thing where. My brother, Mark, said, I'm going to play, uh, or we were like, hey, play hide and go seek with me and my friends, and you can be it, and you can find us. And he says, well, that's great. That sounds good. And uh, so we would go, we say, okay, you guys go run and hide. Now and come find you. And then we go run and hide. And I'd be like, boy, he's taking a long time. He's really bad at this game. <laughs> why, why are we being left out here in the weeds and the woods and the stuff, and he oh. isn't coming yet? We're like, where is he? So I'd sneak closer to the house, see if I could find out where he was at. And I hear this off in the distance. This gave him away This sound right here. <laughs> you hear that? I hear it. Okay. So that's the loudest thing in that game. Whenever one of those comes and it starts squealing yeah, this- like that, you just like, oh, man, Space Invaders going off. He was in the garage. He'd lock himself in there, tell us to all go hide. And then he would go play Space Invaders. He had That's no intention hilarious. of going to get us to find us. We're just out there in perpetual wonderland, wondering where my frickin' brother is. And he's playing he's trying but, to beat his high score in Space Invaders, the bastard. But but Father, I played with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I, it, played, I
0: played a trick on him. Yeah, she, he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> to
2: this day, I'm still irritated about it.
0: I, I think I kind of find it hilarious, too, because that's not a bad idea. I was the oldest, and uh, so I, I appreciate this, because many times if I come home uh, to, after a long day's Work at school mm-hmm. and found my sister in my room just playing with my toys, yeah. just doing what she does. And it's yeah. like, Ma, and then mom's like, You're the oldest, get over it. And I'm like, But Ma, <laughs>
2: yeah, I kind of love that. Ma. Uh, for my first, my dad's first arcade cabinet. did he ever? He but built, I,
0: I gotta know, do you ever, 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 ever get the high score? Did, is, was oh, he better, better than you? Well, in the house, yeah. yeah, oh, he is better than
2: me for sure. Yeah, okay. he had, definitely had a better score than me. And he also spent way too much time on it. And I felt like I never got the time he got. like He'd always be like, Dad, Mark won't get off the Space Invaders. Well, dinner's coming. We'll just wait to... Let's have dinner and then you can play after. And then it would be like, well, have you done your homework? No. Well, I guess you're not playing. Like, it would always go that this way. Co-
0: this conversation has carried out in every household of America that had a video game because it is always one person who gets the unfair amount of time and anyone who goes and rats or tries to rat on the other person we'll just find a deaf ear. Parents yes. were not ready. They didn't want to hear it. It's like, no, I don't want to hear
2: it. They don't want to hear it. They don't care. I don't want to hear it. They so don't care. Uh, this thing that made the game interesting, at least at the time for me, was um, the original one was black and white projected on a moon surface. Yes. And they had this like weird background overlay that looked like the moon. Yeah. That yeah. was a thing in the, in the official Taito box. Now, when my dad started custom making these things, he would buy the boards from Taito, mm-hmm. and he would, is it Taito or Taito? I, I say Taito, but well, I've always it, said it Taito. Be, so I, I think it's Tater. Is it Tater? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> when we I get them direct from Tater. Um, yeah. yeah. So
0: <laughs> I mean, while, we, while we're talking about it, I'm going to say one thing real quick. Go. Uh, just know this. Moving forward, I made a decision today that I am going to attempt to say Japanese words. Even though I've never studied any conversational Japanese yeah. and I know I'm going to fail, yeah. please be patient with me as I try to learn how to say some of these names because there were so many Japanese developers who never got a chance to have their name said back in the day yeah. because that was that was part of the thing back then. You didn't let anybody know who your developers were because you didn't want to get poached. Yeah. So patience with us. Taito is what we're saying.
2: Yeah, we're saying Taito, love, not hate. It's an extension of that love, earlier not hate. conversation. Love, not hate. Anyway, yes. uh, as you can see, I'm the one I'm showing to the chat room right now, and if you're listening at home, this is the, the OG game, the arcade version. And if you didn't have that model that had the moon background, it was just a black screen with white uh, sprites. That was it. Right. Uh, now, here's what's trippy about it. Oh, that's not supposed to be playing audio. Sorry. Okay. Here's what's trippy about it. Uh, my dad had this idea. I don't know if he, others had this idea. I have a feeling it wasn't just his idea, but we always, he always told us it was his cool idea. Um, he instead with his custom cabinets would get the, the CRTs. Right. And then he would go buy um, rolls of various colors of transparent tape.
0: Oh, he would use tape on instead of the the cellophane stuff. They would, yeah, the sheets. So right? he would yeah. take
2: it and he would put a stripe there, and then one below that that was blue, one below that yellow, one below that red, and then kind of repeat them. And so you'd have a whole screen just with these rows of colors right. all the way down to right before your your defense buildings. Right. So they had the effect of each row of invaders was a different color. And they looked like legit colored monitor colors. And so when they would shift down a level, if they were yellow, the top guys were yellow before they shifted. They were now green because they went down a level and so on uh, all the way down to the bottom. Uh, They would be white again, though, once they got past your defenses, which is a little bit weird. But anyway, that was a weird thing that he claimed he invented. But I just swear I saw it somewhere else.
0: Um, Yeah. Oh, you did. That's absolutely that's you might not have seen it. You might not have seen it. You it definitely happened. They did. They did the multicolored cellophane, regardless. Yeah, somebody uh, did somewhere. You, they would send. They would ship sheets with them. I guess Midway probably did it because Midway distributed these things in the U.S. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I find that fascinating. And I don't. When I played this at the arcade, I guess people ripped the cellophane off in some form or fashion because I I always remember playing Space Invaders in black and white. It was always um, black and white to you. Yeah. Yeah, it was always black and white to me, so I don't know if the the people who were you know that had gotten our system was just like, We ain't got no time for that crap, right there. We just <laughs> there it is. Black there and white. Is. What do you people want? Color TV? Yeah,
1: what
2: do uh, you want? You better play Gorf <laughs> if you want a bunch of colors.
0: <laughs> I had never even seen one with the moon back the projection I didn't I've never seen the moon thing until more recently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and also find it hilarious. I played a um a a, like a space invaders compilation thing. I forget exactly which one like super space invaders. It was a later one that came along and they had, a. they apparently made an RGB version of this eventually uh, that would have the color, you know, built in. So, so you would not use a cellophane. And they did this weird thing where they tried to stick to tradition. So the, it wasn't like you had a row of blue ships that was always blue all the way down as they got lower to the to the shields they also changed colors even though they didn't have to they didn't Matter have fact, to yeah it yes. sounds like it would be more code
2: it's, you're right somebody did that and so that's why i think my dad was full of it on this point i think he did <laughs> not invent it he just told us that because he thought it would make him seem cooler, like dads right. do sometimes. Right? They do that. He, sometimes.
0: he might have invented the fact that he went to the store and bought uh, some kind of tape instead of a cellophane sheet. He might. Have.
2: Yeah. Well, I remember at the time thing. I thinking, this dude. process. I was like, dude, that's so cool. My friends are like, what, how is it color? I'm like, my dad did that's this. Look at this thing he did. And I'd take the you thing off and you? show him. I'm like, look, it's not really color. Those are like that's tape, man. <laughs> <laughs> I used to you love that. You just blew my mind, brother. So, uh, so the game is pretty cool. Now, if you're running really fast or you're you're getting toward the end of a of a run, this is what you can expect yeah. out of this thing. Things start speeding up. Yes. Really start. Ooh, ooh. Listen to this last bit. That's the final one. Did you hear that last one? Oh, super sexy. You know what? My
0: favorite bit of trivia about this. I never knew this. Did you know that the speed up part was not by design? It was by uh, happy accident, maybe not no. happy accident. It's it's it wasn't by design. He essentially wanted when he was creating this, and I'm going to try to say the name hmm. Nish- Nishikado Space Invaders, Tomohiro Nishikado. Sorry, um, and so he <laughs> he developed this uh, on on a. <laughs> on an eighty eighty microprocessor anyway what happened was the more sprites he had on screen the slower everything went Mm -hmm. and as you destroyed sprites the game sped up because the processor was able to handle it and so instead of you know instead of fiddling with the speed he just left it so that speed up was just, you know, it was just an accident. It just kind of it just kinda happened.
2: That's crazy. I did not know that. That's amazing. It makes sense though when you think about it though, if you've ever tried to render
0: anything on a on a PC, it's always like if the processor's too slow, it's gonna be lagging out. So
2: now since I've got people here and I'm gonna pause the video part of this, the recording video part of this, because YouTube gets weird. Uh, so YouTube will be back in a second. Sorry, this is the way things are at YouTube, so pausing that. I'm going to play a scene from Futurama about, uh, about this game. Do you guys want to oh, see yeah. this? It's one of my favorite moments in the history of that series. <laughs> this is just a piece of it. Uh, here you go.
0: We're losing ships, sir.
2: What are your orders? Increase speed, drop down, and reverse direction. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's one of the
0: greatest things ever. And I had tried very hard not to steal that from my intro because I was like, oh, that's just the most brilliant thing that's ever been said about Space Invaders. It's It's also one of the just the
2: greatest episodes about video games in the history of television. It's so good. Yeah. Pac-Man's in it. They have every thought. Donkey Kong's a real wiener in it. It's amazing. (laughs) It's (laughs) amazing. <laughs> such a good stuff anyway, this game was like a big deal and um it it I don't know in a lot of ways is, is it's it's is it's as important if not more important than things like I don't know Pac-Man that came later but yes this is ahead of all of that it was the first thing where you recognized it you still now to this day you see one of these a silhouette of these pixelated space invaders and you immediately yes. go, oh yeah this is freaking space invaders like it's iconic and I love that for it. Uh, right, huge part of my childhood and probably some of yours as well and a big influence uh, moving forward. One thing I did want to mention real quick, and you've talked about this a little bit, but this was one of the games early in, the, in those early stages. We're going to talk about a few of those. They were kind of from a fixed horizontal position. You could move back and forth, but you couldn't go vertical at all. Right. And that meant that a lot of times, like in Space Invaders' case, you're like these bases. You're sort of grounded, right? But even Gal- right, right. Uh, Galaxian and Galaga, which we'll get to in a minute, those had the appearance of like you were flying because they had this fake star field effect in the background, but you weren't mm-hmm. actually scrolling. Th- those dots were just animating down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain, they but were, you know, it weren't is, really moving. But it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you're not moving. Yeah. Although Galaga 90, or excuse me, Galaga 88... Uh, you could move up and down, which is pretty great. Yeah.
0: And it was, there was a Galaga uh, 90 as well. It was just according to which one you got and when it was released for that system. The first one was released in 88. Right. And uh, then they did call the next one 90, but it was the same game. Felt like for a
2: while, though, they were going to just name a million, a, a Galaga every year would just have the name of the year on it. Just, yeah, just that, would be the,
0: that would be the smart thing to do, right? This just, 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 just keep weird. making Galaga's every year. Because I've got Galaga on just about everything. This is almost as... I've got Galaga in almost as many places as I have freaking Doom.
2: Yeah. And by the way, NES version of Galaga, really good version. Very. It's not
0: bad. Good. It's not bad. Yeah,
2: I like it a lot. 7,800 Atari version, garbage. Yeah. Gar- garbage.
0: I, you know what? Ooh. I'm going to say... I, I, we're not going to talk a lot about the twenty six hundred unless we want to, um, but I'm, I'm going to say that one of the things that Atari did well was the fixed shooter. I think the Atari twenty six hundred did uh, some pretty darn good fixed shooters. It, that that stuff stood out more than most the other types of games. Yeah, they
2: had. and it was also kind of the thing of the you know, like if you look at NES and SNES and Genesis era, the, kind of that whole run there, it was all right. about side scrolling platformers. That was the Standard of the time, the hot thing. Prior to that, it's this stuff, it's and you're right. Stuff. You're right. In those Atari years, that was like the place to get it.
0: Uh, there was all kinds of stuff about Japan. The the Japan, the Japanese stuff totally blew me away this week. The Space Invaders. I didn't realize that when Space Invaders came out, we thought it was big here. It was even bigger in Japan. I think the total take by the time they got through with this run of Space Invaders was like what, like $2 billion or something? It yeah. was crazy it's a lot for the amounts of money. Yeah. What's that? If you adjust yeah. for inflation like today, it would be oh, ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, okay. And then on top of that, they opened up entire arcades that were nothing but in Space Invaders. Yeah. You'd go in, and it's like, what do they got here? They got Space Invaders. What yeah. about over there? Space Invaders. Rows of the okay. stuff. Rows of On them. this side, yeah. Space Invaders. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's an interesting way. Also, the game had an interesting way of creating panic from your bases being chewed up as you went. And Whether
0: you did it or if- yeah, or the or
2: the the horrible aliens yeah. did it. it, didn't matter. There was like a how do I put this? It's smart. It's one of the smartest early examples of like game design where they created tension and, and difficulty in a way that's kind of passive and built in. And it's really cool.
0: I love it. This was more immersive than anything we had seen before. I mean, there's not a lot of immersion in Pong. There's a lot of focus in Pong. Sure. Um, and breakout, which was one of the influences for this game, uh, was also kind of, it was one of those, uh, those games that was kind of like, it, it, it is your obsessive compulsive disorder. It's kind of like, Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly removing things from the field and I've got to clear the field. Yeah. And so we're we're here again with this. That's that's one of the inspirations for this game was Breakout, because you did. You wanted to clear the screen. But what the shields did was something very interesting. It created more than just uh, it, it it created this place where you had to like you get really immersed into it and emotionally attached, and you feel like you're actually being attacked, and you feel like uh, you feel like there's actual strategy to what you're doing because you do have to decide, okay, well, I tried just going to the outside edges and shooting stuff. What if I shot up through the shields? Mm. There's so many variation on the, the different types of gameplay for such a simple, simple game. Yeah. I mean, most people today would probably, if you showed this to a kid today, like, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, they're five not going to like this. But seconds after.
2: But they are, right. they are suckling on a teat that wouldn't exist right. without this primordial teat. You know they what I mean? did not
0: believe in this game. The uppers uh, did not believe in this game in the beginning. Uh, they did not think they thought it was too hard. They mm. thought it was too hard. So, so put that in your in your thinking cap, youngins. Yeah, uh, but they don't. Is there is for no Fortnite
2: without space. I'm telling you, Space Invaders right. com, happens, and then other games <laughs> come after it, and then other games get iterated on top of that. The modern shooter right. owes something to this. So, whether you yes, know it or not, yes. Whether you know or not, fellow teens, uh you know, this game was a big deal. All right. Yeah. For all you're I didn't uncles
1: find it hard growing and, up, yeah.
0: but I do know I, I, I do know that I, I try to put myself into the into the time period whenever I play these games, and that really kind of helped me stay grounded, going, Okay, they really thought this was something. Let's just see.
2: I still think it is. I think Space Invaders is yeah. fun to play. Nothing
0: wrong with right, it. Right, right.
2: They have a they have a weird um before we get off of space invaders isn't there like a remix thing um hold on invaders invaders new? hold on what is this called not the t v thing uh is it F- space invaders forever i think that might be it
0: i i played ex-
2: I it. Was, excuse me like i wrote oh it this is it somewhere. space invaders forever it's a really okay. cool game. I think this is on Steam. It's on Switch. It's like a, just a really cool mod. You know, when they like Pac-Man Championship Edition or freaking. Yes. That Asteroids thing I played recently. Asteroids mm-hmm. remastered remi- or remixed or whatever it is. I love when right. they do that. It's nostalgic, but also new at the same time. It's all very neon and trippy. That's what this is. And it's very good. You should play it. Space Invaders Forever. That's what it's called. I found it. Space Invaders Forever. Forever. Okay. Let's talk about the next big thing. And this was huge in our house. Yeah,
0: this, this this was uh this this is what made me get bored with space invaders. Like what's I said, I, I try to get myself into the mind space, but then once I moved on to the next thing, I couldn't go back to space invaders yeah, for a
2: little while. This this kind of ruined it. Here it is. <laughs> Uh, Galaxian is a game that came out in 1979, one year later. This is uh, Namco and Midway going, Uh, Hey, Taito, Taito, Potato. (laughs) Um, You guys are dicks. We're going to make a game that's a lot like yours, but it's going to be dynamic and dudes will fly at you and shoot at you. And also, your ship will be very phallic in our game it
0: very phallic and we have like a little uh, laser poker at the front
2: it's yep. the weirdest I hate the laser poker I know it resets it every time it, it goes past the top of the screen and suddenly it's there yeah. again uh, the game is uh, synonymous with let's go to my basement and play video games this was in yes. this was in force in our arcade days when I was growing up and we had one on free play in the garage one in the basement we had sit down models top uh, or um, uh, stand up models all of it and it was all a matter of who was on there the most me or my freaking brother or, or me again or whatever. <laughs> so you
0: moved to, so one year later were you finally old enough to go uh yeah i'm not going to hide yeah. and seek shit anymore
2: i did my, well he so, so he left for college that year and so now right. it was me and my korean brother uh who's older than me but because he didn't know english i took advantage of that fact and you know yeah yeah, yeah. i, I just weaseled my way into more playtime than he got somehow <laughs> um, but yeah, Galaxian was a huge thing in our house and probably our biggest earner. Like when he, this is the, this would have been the year he started to get all the pizza huts in the entire state Oh yeah, to uh, let him put arcade games in there or machines in there. And he would go every week and collect quarters out of them and stuff. I'd go with him and right. we filled those places with, uh, Galaxian and Galaxian made a crap ton of money for that business. Oh yeah, uh, It was huge, huge. Yeah. I so. put
0: I put way okay I I played Space Invaders, but I played uh, well I won't say Galaxian I played Galaxian not nearly as much as Galaga but I played this more than uh, Space so it was like a it was it was a ramping up process for me I suppose yeah I don't think I played this as much as you probably did
2: yeah I did play this a lot like hours and hours and hours and hours I couldn't even tell you probably 150 right. 200 hours
0: I didn't have time. those kind of quotas, Scott
2: well my case is free play I didn't have to pay a, di- a dime if I had That's right. uh I probably wouldn't have. Played it as much. The only game I probably played more was Mooncresta, which we will talk about today. Oh yeah, yeah. A little I'm bit. In
0: Mooncresta. I never played Mooncresta.
2: Oh, Mooncresta. So you, it's embedded in my you soul. You You play a sound from Mooncresta. I'm yeah. I'm ten again.
1: Like it's just impossible <laughs> for me to
2: separate my childhood from. It's like trying to take Star Wars out of your out of your childhood. You just I can't do right. it. Right. And it's just this obscure, you know. Also ran freaking. Kind of Gallagher ripoff, not really, but you know, it was Nits- Nitsan Butsu, whatever their name is, trying to get in on it. They were trying to get in on the the scrolling space business, and uh, like I said, we'll get to it. We'll talk about it. Uh, now, I
0: yeah. I was uh, I, I was I was not the greatest at this one, uh, and but I, like I said, I, I did try. I never could figure out what what are you supposed to do with those red Namco flags. I I never understood. I mean, you collect them as you go through different levels but uh they, at what point do you like fill up the screen
2: you never do they, they turn <laughs> it di- they turn into different um looking different colors? badges no they, they can com- kind of combine think of it as you know in pac-man yeah the longer you'd go you get the little symbols at the bottom and they would build up yeah in galaxy or galaxian i believe the banners would eventually combine into a big fat banner and then now you would earn more big fat banners oh.
0: See, look at Namco, thinking about the achievements, because yeah. Space Invaders, I think Space Invaders in, uh, brought in the keeping score, your high score, saving high scores
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, for, for systems like this. Yep. Um, and so this was, I guess, the next level. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep your score. You know what else? You know what else? We're also going to give you some flags. What yep. do you think about that? Yeah, I'm like, are you, okay. How,
2: how you feel now? Uh, by the way so this thing I always play this like 1981 arcade ambience this is the perfect time for that so I'm going to play a little you can hear you can hear these games oh Oh, man I love that so much I could listen to that all day I do sometimes I'll just play that in the background like a weirdo? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, that's not weird. That's not weird. That's strange. It's a little strange. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know, that's
1: well, your, Can I ask you a
0: question? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I had read... Okay, so when I read about Space Invaders, they said, oh, too difficult. Too difficult is what the upper, upper said. Yeah. And then when I read stuff about uh, Galaxianists, people said, oh, too easy. Too easy. Oh, I'm like horse mm. shit.
2: The game got mm, harder. The what? game had a way more amped up difficulty setting Then i think what they were saying is when the space invaders got really fast and did yeah. the whole like uh i'm gonna play it again yeah that that part was difficult yeah i yes, get that that's, that's, that's scary and fast and everything that's yeah. the difficult part the rest of space invaders is kind of straightforward there's nothing really to it yeah this had yeah. the aliens moving back and forth and then in very quick succession shit was coming down at you yeah, full fl- you know full fledged uh, aliens are flying down to kill you, and you got to kill them and dodge their bullets. You couldn't shoot their bullets like in in uh, space Vaders, You can shoot their bullets. You can't do that in this. That's that's
0: right. You can't do it here. this um, bullet's going to come straight through and hit you in the face.
2: Yeah. Now, as the further you get into it, the worse it gets because it's constant falling off the group and coming down to get you at a, at a point. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, beep, beep. Beep, 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 and you just, there's no, you know, I, I take serious issue with anyone who thinks space invaders was harder than Galaxian. They're full <laughs> of poopy.
0: They're full of poopy. Yeah, you're right. They break off from formation. They come flying down at you. And the, the the fewer you have on screen, you'll get down to like the two last two or three, and they'll just constantly just – they'll hit the formation like for just a millisecond, and then they'll come flying down at your face. And there's one that's like a kamikaze. That guy gets on my nerves. I don't know what the crap his problem is. Um, But I always end up – in the corner
2: going, stop hitting me. Well, wait until you, you hear about the kamikaze uh, offshoot that he got, or he got named <laughs> after, which uh, we'll get to in a second. So Chad, I just went ahead a little bit here and you'll see the craziness. Like this looks stuff starts falling off pretty quick. There's more. And then they keep coming down. They don't necessarily stop and go back in formation. Your goal yeah. is try to hit the two reds and the yellow when they come down together. Right. Um, That's hard. Uh, right. But if you do you get eight hundred points per per grouping, um, and also, if that looks familiar to Pac-Man players and you never paid Galaxian, that top yellow guy is one of the uh, things you gotta swallow on an advanced stage of Pac-Man. oh, uh, really? Yeah, so the, the we that. just called it we called it the Galaxian, but I'm sure that was wrong. Yeah.
0: No, you're right, because those aliens are called Galaxians, and so he would be—he would qualify as one of the Galaxians. Also, why—why why does every time I shoot, it always goes in between the ships? I mean, the—the the gap between is much smaller than the ships.
1: Well, How—how wh- yeah.
0: yeah. how is it always that I
2: shoot between them? Well, is that? it's because you're an unlucky human with unlucky uh, <laughs> tendencies. I don't know. Well,
0: what's going on right now? So this is later stage, like you said. Yeah. Now, this starts reminding me of some of the games I really like to play, the Smups, where you know it's like just, this is all over the place. Bullet hell crap just coming at you, and you have to, like, fix your vision somewhere between your ship and the ships that are coming at you, and you kind of got to, like, you just kind of got to get into this flow. You can no longer, you can no longer necessarily move with uh, precise, you know, quick moves. You have to like, you have to like, kind of just dance yeah. back
2: and there forth is a dance. Just kind of there is yeah. a dance. And if you get good at that dance and are good at like predictive, like where's my bullet gonna land if I fire it from this far right. away, there's a real, there's a real like dopamine hit when you're doing that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, good. Like getting it's in that good. zone. You yeah. see that little uh, banner? It says ten on it. I guess it's ten flags. Oh, I do per see it banner. now.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they marked little tens on. Okay, cool. Yeah,
2: So you level you level up your banner. This guy died a lot in this last
0: part. <laughs> now, see, they say they say that there's like uh, no kill screen on this thing, and there's no end to the game. But I'm like, how big can that? Because that flag is ever increasing. How big can it
1: get? Well, you because just get it seems more like of them. Like at some
2: point in time, so you just get more of them. So I don't think anybody could ever progress past a whole bottom row of those flags of tens like anything past that you're done you're not going to win and I'm I'm writing something
0: right now that'll just destroy this game yeah do it (laughs) with our superior 2022 knowledge of AI I'm going to write something to beat uh, Galaxian to see how many flags will
2: pop up there it is now if you thought that was a cool game give Namco a little time because Namco was hard at work on the next big thing and it sounded like this this man that music is yeah. uh, undeniably cool and uh marks the release in 1981 of Namco Midway's fixed shooter in their own right Galaga which sounded a lot that. like Galaxian but basically it's a sequel to to Galaxian if you want you really want right. to break it down
0: that's this is my heart right here this is the this is the stuff that uh, dreams right here Galaga 19 Galaga is amazing
2: Galaga is an incredible yeah. game um the 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 changes in things like the waves flying down at you in these formations that you can pick off the entire row if you're good. Um, yeah, yeah, The getting your second ship down so you've got basically a double ship piece of thing going was unique and created all kinds of mayhem. But it also had a risk, right? If you got two ships yeah. left and the big monster comes down and starts sucking up the only ship you got out there in the play, then you are now taking another ship out of the garage, which means you're one more down. If you crash that <laughs> ship, you're screwed because you lost it. But... If you play your cards right, you will unlock the ship that they took from you, and now you've doubled. You're double shipped. I personally hated that and would never do it. I really, hate it, but I, I avoided it because it was just too risky. I couldn't get as far than I could yeah. on a single ship, so I quit doing
0: it. I like double shipping in uh, the second stage if I if I can, because then you get the when you get to the bonus level where they're not shooting at you, you can really rack, you can you can kill all of them because typically if I've only got one ship so what we're talking about is we got a little we got a little fighter ships so they are kind of like it's kind of like an x-wing from the top down or something maybe uh and so it's no longer working with the uh working with the enterprise you're working with uh working with the x-wing and so do the, look like the, the nice. ship comes down with the tractor beam and it'll it'll suck your ship up and it'll take it back up away and then you can shoot that ship later on that took your ship and then your ship will come down I said ship a lot of times, then you can shoot with two, like Scott said.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now I prefer to try to get it in the second round, which I think is when it actually first starts. so you know if you can get the tractor beam in the first one. Anyway, that's why I usually do it. Then I, when I get to the bonus stage, you can just you can just rail on everybody. Yeah, and, I don't uh, think I don't but,
2: think stage one it ever does it. Um, and if you kill those yeah, things before so they either. ever get down, it'll never do it. You can always stop it from happening by just killing those bigger bugs. Um, yeah, they're the ones yeah. that do it. But if they and those take what three shots? I think you hit them once, they turn purple. Hit them again, they are blue. I, yeah, I, I think uh, it is three. Two? I think you're correct. Maybe it's two.
0: I don't remember. I'm, it could be two, but I think uh, my mind is three. It could no. I think I think mm, now I'm not sure.
2: Now I'm not sure either. But oh, I think it's sure. two. I just saw them do two, so I think it is two. Yeah. Anyway, uh, big step forward. Huge step forward. It had bonus stages. Those bonus stages were all about getting as many hits as you could, even though they weren't really dangerous. Um. But again, but lateral movement only. You couldn't go up. Yeah. That
0: was the So do, were you able to clear? I think they like in the bonus stage, I think you are typically uh, against like what 40 uh 40 of the Galaxians or Galaga's wherever they are this time around. Um I could, I usually would average about 24 to 27.
2: Yeah, I, I would be somewhere in I'm the 25 great. to 24 range. Yeah. Um I think I may have gotten a perfect run on one stage of it before. Right. I suck. But it was a long time ago. I thought I was pretty hot at the time. Now this is interesting because my dad, uh, even though this still was definitely in the middle of our run with the games business, he didn't ever get a Galaga, not even one. Really? Yeah, it was weird. Um, it was in demand; I, people wanted to play this game, but for whatever reason, he never bought the cabinet or the boards. He it uh, might have well, been
0: too. Ex- it might have been too expensive because this was this was cutting edge technology. As a matter of fact. The board they designed for Galaga, <clears throat> they were originally going to put it on the Galaxian board, yeah. but they put then they designed a new board and they put Galaga on that new board, and then they called that board the Galaga board. Uh, and they may they put other games on it eventually, but sure, it it might have been too expensive.
2: It might have been. I mean, the games you got to remember. This is even back then. You were paying like like four grand for certain cabinets. They were really yeah. expensive, which is why he liked could- buying just the boards, and then building his own cabinetry. Which was starting to become a problem because they didn't want the 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 game makers didn't want him to do that. They wanted to control the means of production. Basically, they wanted to do it all. Kind of like Nintendo with cartridges. That whole thing. Of course, that's how they make money. Yeah. So you make your money on on more than just the the boards and the innards. But he was like stubborn about that. Um, What he did instead was he invested in a game that I couldn't even find gameplay video from because hardly anyone's heard of this but me. But my dad bootlegged something. Let me tell you about this. This is great.
1: Tell me me about the thing. So
2: while Galaga was huge and everybody was freaking out about Galaga, he's like, I'm going to be cheap and do something better. And I'm like, what's that? Japan, if you knew the right people in Japan and his contacts, they would send you these bootleg motherboards that had a game called Kamikaze 3 on it. We didn't know what that was (laughs) until we got it. (laughs) It shows up in the house. He hooks it into one of these things, hooks everything up to make it work in one of his cabinets. And it starts out looks like Galaxian, like straight up boring right. Galaxian. And I'm like, Dad, this is this is just Galaxian as it's loading. I'm like, This is no big deal. It just says Kamikaze Three, and I could tell he was a little worried too. And he goes, But they told me there's something about this one. There's something about it. He does that, and as soon as he fires that thing up, that game's nuts. The uh, it's, it has been hacked basically, <laughs> and all of the carrot creatures and stuff would like hop up and zigzag across the screen and just dump ammo on everything. and like it was all hypered up, ridiculous, insane, and you would die in seconds, kind of thing. Yeah. And I love that we had it because it felt like you know we were getting away with something. It was like this you were thing.
0: i yeah. I actually the only thing I found on this at all when I was doing my research is I sent you I put the link next to the kamikaze there but this is the flyer for the arcade it was the it was a uk flyer yeah um and it was a full color game in uh in the uk color mm-hmm. the c-o-l-o-u-r yeah uh and it's, it's a very fast galaxian type game that's it And i saw all kinds of man the the galaxian board they must have had a shit ton of those because those got shipped out everywhere and people were putting everything on it that probably shouldn't be like donkey kong <laughs> there's like a there's a donkey kong it's just atrocious it yeah. just burns your eyes yeah because the color palette is just not there so you know like the instead of having a black background it's got like it's, everything is neon and just galaxian colors galaxian yep. colors is what it was yeah no it was um,
2: 100% galaxian yeah i don't know why that board was so versatile though. You know, like, well, what a weird thing for back then. Like, yeah. today you hear about stuff like, oh, well, if you had the OG Xbox and a copy of the Mech, uh, Mech, whatever it was, you now you could unlock that thing and create your own DVD library or whatever, right? Like, there's always, like, yeah. ex- exploits in modern hardware. That sounds like that's what was going on with this board. Like, Yeah, I think that
0: there was probably, like, a huge overstock of these Galaxian boards. There, there were probably a bunch of Galaxian machines, and they just, you know, they retired them. They just, like, stripped the boards and shipped them off. People were running... Like uh, I think there's one called Fantastic in my ROM set that I found, and it is Galaga running on a Galaxian uh, machine, and it's it's, it's
2: weird. It the color colors really are weird. terrible, but it still plays. It, it plays. It's a really weird thing. Now the thing about Gla- Kamikaze Three, and you're looking at this flyer right now. If you're if you're here in the chat live, um, they, they, they list listed as this Japan Japan's number one game here now. Kamikaze Three, <laughs> four color game. Fine, whatever. That was the time. Fast, A very fast Galaxian type game. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's more than that. It's literally a Galaxian board that someone hacked to make run really fast. So so, it's such a weird get away with the thing from the time.
0: It fascinates me that it talks about um, consoles can be fitted to link units together to provide a unique and impressive bank of machines. What does that
2: mean? I don't know what that means. We didn't do that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. What does that even mean? I don't know. I need to know. There was, but, an- hey, there was, was another one like There's the this. There's a big
0: asterisk next to it. Yeah. It says a must for every pub.
2: <laughs> there was another one that we had, and I don't remember the name of this. I'm pissed at myself for forgetting. But it right. was Space Invaders, but another hack job. Right. And it made everything really fast and weird, a little like Gorf, but Gorf was more official right um but the one we played mean frog backwards (laughs) yeah frog backwards (laughs) (laughs) gorf tried to be like eight different games at once it really did it
0: was such a weird thing and i only played it on the atari i never played it at the arcade i don't i don't know where you play gorf at.
2: uh gorf mostly at home i
0: think mostly home arcade too, too here and there yeah
2: and I was good I at it, so it I could awesome. go to an arcade, put a quarter in, and play for like two hours. Oh, I
0: I did see it at the arcade a couple of times. I just told a lie. I did see it at the arcade a couple of times.
2: Gorf was weird because it had, you
0: know what? Okay, so Gorf was Gorf was was um, it, it is frogs spelled backwards, but it is four games in one essentially. Each level is like a different game. One of them is kind of a Galaxian type. One yeah. of them is a Space Invaders type. But they have like twist on it, right? Because they got like. Shields and 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 different things. So it's just like this one of the first times I've seen a game that really just was like, hey, look, here's four <laughs> mini games <laughs> through everything. We call out it. it Gorf.
2: Yeah, they, and it had this weird voice chip. Here I'll I'll play some of this. Uh, here's some Gorf sounds.
1: I mean, I
0: don't know what he's saying. Did he say galactic galactic orbiting robot force? Is that what he said? Let me play it again.
1: <laughs> i don't know dude I, don't
2: know what I, think says. It
0: the, I think the first part was long live long live gorf was it long live cancer. gorf i i think the rest of it i'm not sure of though
2: so like as you can see here look at this this weird mushroom thing up top shitting out basically ripoff sprites of space invaders yeah and then down below you got the the Galaxian Galaxian ship ship. basically it's a little squat and weird colors um, with a shield that disappears when you fire through it only when you fire and then they break it up by shooting at it but you're basically playing space Invaders, and you do have some verticality with your ship you can go up and down a little bit Um, once he clears this let's see if he does There we go and then, and now you're playing kind of a weird This is kind of get Galaxian right here. This thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is what the is this? Like, yeah. it's so weird. And then there's like a, uh, like a almost a Tempest kind of level. It's so yes, weird. Yeah. There's a
0: Tempest level. You're right. It, that's, the, that's everybody's like, can we sue them for this?
2: Can we, can we sue them for this? I think we can. Sue. No, we can. Okay. Yeah. And they just kind of kept <laughs> like kept at it to the point where, oh, you know, see, here's this is like full on Galaga kind of ripoff. I mean, look yeah. at it. They're coming down in the same formations. It's such a ripoff, yeah. dude. It's but I loved off. it, and it seemed legit yeah. in that arcades had them. It wasn't, you know, they weren't. I, I honestly, this is the
0: reason why there should be copyrights because I do honestly remember thinking when I when I played Gorf back in the day that this was like uh, a sequel to uh, to Galaga or Galaxian. I really thought right. it was. I thought it was a sequel when I saw it.
2: Yeah, I had no idea, and you wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't have been kind of wrong. Like you, it feels right. that feels correct right. uh, that, that it would be that. Um, it's really weird, and if you can get your hands on playing it, I recommend it just for the experience of like, what the frick is this that you'll have? Yeah, it's great. We had that feeling then. I'd go to arcades with my friends and go, "Dude, Gorf, we gotta play Gorf. <laughs> we gotta like, play Gorf. What? Gorf? We're like you know, gorf, <laughs> gorf. You need to turn it on. The guy goes, "Gorf, burp, beep, burp, burp, burp. You know, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it." All right, so much fun. now we'll get back on track. Um, let's talk about Xevious. Zevius is a big deal. 1983. Xevious is a big deal. A big deal.
0: I knew nothing about Xevious before this, to be honest with you. I, I, I didn't recognize it at all. I didn't know. I have zero memory about Zevius. Well, Zevius is a big deal.
2: Uh, you know, before that, uh, you know, because it, is, it truly represents a step forward, and I think is where the flag gets planted for what the future of shmups are going to be. Yeah. I really, truly believe that. I think this is the yeah. moment when that happens. Before that, let's talk about the the, the, the more obscure game known as Mooncrest. And I'll play a little of that. Oh, my gosh. It's in my living room. It's Christmas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys see some video on this, you guys. Um, uh, I mean, (laughs) if you hear that, you may just say, oh, it sounds like it always does. Uh, Listen to this little song in the middle. I love this part. Oh, no. Ooh, that'll eat your ears up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's intense. Sorry. That's the docking sequence. And then when you you dock properly, here's the part you hear.
1: Right here. All
2: right. So let let me explain how that worked. So there was a part in Mooncresta where uh, you, when you start out, you're a tiny little ship, a little version.
1: And
2: right. the goal of the game is to get the full Christmas tree ship <laughs> going. Yeah. And you'll see right now, part of this, we're in the we're in the docking of rockets, they called it. The docking of rockets stage. Yeah. And uh, it was after you cleared a round of these various levels. And then you would have to dock with the midsection. And it literally had a number one, Newman, uh, Roman numeral one on your ship and a two on the middle bit. If you successfully docked, now you're firing with three three bullets, and you're like a badass. So you got the one yes. in the middle, and you got the two on the outside. So a little bit of a Galaga idea, except stacked. Um, and then once you cleared the next round of various uh, weird, you know, shooting fights. Oh, are they the,
0: are they like going? Are they going invisible and appearing later and on the screen?
2: Uh, some, yes. Those ones that you just saw before, before these. Yes. They are like, that's uh, that's like sprite scaling. Are they using sprite scaling? Oh my goodness. I have no idea. That is amazing at the time. So here's the third stage. We're just starting here on the stream. So this middle and top sections now docked on this big bum bottom. And cool. now you're a big Christmas tree full of shooting. And look at this. Look at <laughs> this tree full of shooting. Like, look at this shit. Just I'm Voltron. <laughs> basically, of the universe. it is kind of old, it is It is Voltron. Um, and man, this game. Um, I remember my 80 year old grandma would sit and play this game all night. Just she loved this game. And I don't know this why it awesome. even attracted her. But it was Nitshan Butsu's uh, entry here, however you say their name, into this world. They were yeah. mostly at that stage known for uh, Crazy Climber. Stealing
0: Namco stuff. Stealing <laughs> Namco stuff.
2: Uh, Crazy Climber and Frisky Tom are their big two hits. Um, right. And this was a little lesser known. Now, what's cool Did about this game? Did you say Frisky Tom? Frisky Tom, Tom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that game? It was the... Yeah. You fix the pipes and you make the girl naked, the anime girl naked. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> game. It's very yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had dip switches in America that you could switch to make it truly naked uh versus well she had a swimsuit on in america because the dip switches were defaulted to the american setting if you switched them back to the japanese setting the more bubbles you made go away from her bath because you fixed all these pipes the more she would turn into an actual naked lady so
0: naked lady naked uh
2: pixel lady (laughs) so all my preteen idiot friends were like dude you did you switch it over dude
0: you switch, you switch it. Over? You got to switch it. No, I don't know how to pixel. I don't know how to switch it. Yeah, you got to switch it so we can
2: see your naked man. It was a lot <laughs> of that. Anyway, it is a uh, it is one of my favorite games, my favorite memories. I loved it so much and it the the old cocktail version that my 80-year-old grandma would play in the mid-80s, early 80s is still in my basement. It doesn't run. It's broken. CRT's dead. Uh, transformer's dead. There's other problems with it. It'll probably never run again. But I think I'm going to keep it forever because I love that table. It's just in there. I'm going to be there. buried in it. I'm going to be buried in it. Damn right. Put my ashes in there, dude. That's fine. Put me in the coin I slot. I would
0: attend that funeral. He's going to be buried in a moon cresta. I'm there. Yeah. Why is this guy?
2: Sold. This guy's throwing his docking, and I don't know why. He's just letting. So I'm
0: oh, he's trying to I, at see at if At first, he can. I thought this was probably built on a Galaxian board, but some of that, like the sprite scaling and stuff, I. I just don't know if that would be possible on that board.
2: Pretty That's, sure it's okay. original stuff from... Uh, yeah, it's got to be something different. Um, okay, now we can talk about this damn thing. Welcome to Xevious, everybody. Sit sit up, put your feet up, enjoy yourself while you play Xevious, the truest of uh, forward-scrolling top-down shooters, which came out in 1982 and another Namco effort. Uh, did you play much Xevious in the day? I played no Xevious
0: back in the day, but this past week I played it and said, Oh, now I found the missing link. Yeah, of all the games that I, I, I see how they made the jump now. Yep. I, I see where they I see how they got there. You got scrolling,
2: scrolling backgrounds. You have you know the yeah. world below you. You have um, enemies above you or you know in front of you. You got to drop bombs on ground targets. Uh, the landscape shifts and scrolls as you move. It's uh, it's the template for everything to come, and that includes things like commandos and, I mean, all the top down. Run and shoot shit, yeah. Run and shoot shit, Dad. Come it. Yeah, I think Xevious deserves a gigantic, uh, you know, cake.
0: Yeah, I think they did as much. Uh, well, not financially, but as far as innovations go, they did as much here as Space Invaders did to what didn't exist when it was around. Yeah, so, good way of putting. Yeah, it, it blew me away. It. Uh, I also didn't realize until I did a little research about you know the the ship designs, the ships you're going against. The most important thing here to me. Is the AI? There's a very primitive AI in this game, um, and instead of instead of the the enemies like uh, just stupidly just dive bombing you or coming straight at you, they actually try to avoid you. So uh, it makes it much more like modern gaming, right? It's got that it's got that intelligence to it. Those little uh, those little discs, they...
2: um, yeah, the little discs will come. They look like they're coming at you, but if they see you yeah. coming toward them, they'll they'll veer off the other direction. They veer off. Yep. Which is pretty rad. Um, if you haven't played Xevious, there's a bunch of college, college <laughs> console ports of this. There's no college.
0: There's it's no... also on that stupid $24 Galaga machine we got.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that bad Galaga device with the horrible screen. I would argue great Galaga
0: device for $24.
2: I would say <laughs> if that thing if had a nice g- screen, if it would
0: I, be I the paid Game & Watch prices for it, I would be mad. Yeah. But- well, what are game and watch
2: prices? I don't know what those cost.
0: Uh, I think they were at 59 and 79 Were I think they really? The well, the ones the ones I got anyway. I good know. Lord.
2: But that back was in the when day. when they came out. Oh, What's that? It, when they came out, like new, they cost Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Oh, my Lord. I didn't know that. I never yeah. bought into that. Never did the game and watch. Didn't, yeah. didn't really do that deal. I played the GBA game and watch collection, which was like a 16-bit like conversion of those all of them. Those are cool. Yes. Those are pretty good. That's pretty good. Game
1: Watch
0: is pretty good. It's all pretty cool. For what it was... It's a little
2: bit too small. Yeah, it's a little small. That's a screen you can't see very well. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, Xevious is a big deal and uh, I don't know what else to say about it other than it's worth playing now, I think. I think it's still very fun. It had better sprites, like you said, (laughs) scrolling backgrounds. The difficulty scaled based on the player skill. That can Mm -hmm. mean anything. But um, boss fights, first of its kind,
0: I think. Yeah, the big giant boss fights. Now you had like... uh, Enemies that were harder than other enemies, you could call them bosses. It's like, oh, that's the hardest enemy on this level or stage. Mm-hmm. But here they specifically said, okay, you fought different levels of things, but here's something that's massive and it's got a lot of uh, abilities to resist your hits, like way more. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a objective on its own.
2: What did you think? Um, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of very quick growth from. I mean we don't even have to look at Space Invaders. Let's say the original Galaxian 79. Yeah. 79 81, were how many years like is that? That's 3 4 years, not even. Yeah. That's yeah, a huge long at all. That's a big leap. It's you a know? big leap go
0: yep. from uh, 79 to 83, 4 years. That that's when when we were kind of booming. Yeah. Uh, with with the arcade. So there was a lot of money. We mentioned how much money Galaxian and Galaga and Space Invaders all they just brought in tons and tons of money, so Yeah. They were a big uh, deal.
2: They were most yeah. of what arcades were back then. Yeah. Yeah. Pac-Man as well. Pac-Man was everywhere. But Oh, Pac-Man, but we already talked about Did we have, did we already Oh, have yeah. An we yeah. We Pac-Man did a whole big Pac-Man episode, man. It was a big one. We got gobb- <laughs> we gobbled up every Pac-Man ever made that day. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons why we talked about
0: uh Galaxian and Galaga is because we won't talk about it for a while, but we recently uh did Splatterhouse for our spooky season episode and Yokoyama. Uh, did did both Spider House and Galaxian and Galaga? Oh, he did uh, some developing on both of those and producing later. So, wow, that's um, pretty good. Sugiro Yoko Yaka.
2: Oh, see, look at you killing it with the names. Yo- really no, really not good. killing
0: it. Just trying, trying to do it. Trying now, to get to that conversational Japanese. Do you ever,
2: do you ever play Galaga three? They called it Galaga three. Uh, I, try that?
0: I only I didn't play it except for this week. I don't think it was very popular. I don't even know if there was many machines here in the US. It was also known as Gap Gala- uh Ga Plus, GA Plus. Yeah. Gapless. Gapless. Uh, yeah. Gapless. I guess I'd say it's. Which
2: it. is what a mall is know. if they don't have a gap, say. That's right. It's, it's a
0: gapless. Gap yeah. Plus, or so it has two has two gaps. Oh, two gaps. Gap Plus. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see. It's, it's, okay. yeah, it's got a gap plus. Fantastic. And they merge together.
2: See, I actually I actually uh remember thinking that this looked really good, oh, that's but right. I'm I'm not sure I ever played it. I don't think I
0: Yeah, it. and And this time this time you you've apparently learned a lot from the tractor beam from Galaga. You've you've taken that alien technology. You know, Will Smith probably punched an alien out and we (laughs) we got that technology. And now instead of them sucking up your ship, you can suck up their insect ships uh, and have them fight along you. I think up to five or something like that. Boy, talk about your hitbox being
2: bigger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's cool though because you can lose a bug on each side and be okay still. But yeah, it's, um, because you're not lo- you're not losing any ships. It remind me of pinball. Is that weird? Because you know how you get an extra ball in pinball mm-hmm. and yeah, for a while you're keeping track of two balls and it's great, but you're you're yeah. going to lose one of them. There's no way you're going to yeah, you're, you're
0: definitely going to lose a ball. Yeah,
2: always lose a ball. Yeah, if
0: you don't if you don't if you don't see the dock, take care of take care plus, of your ball. Plus, yeah.
2: Plus, I think you
0: could go. I, I think it just showed it too. You think you can go up just a little? bit. I think there's like a player area. Um, where you can, in addition to going side to side, you can go up. I like you know, like three or four ships worth of up. Oh, yeah, and they're doing this stupid bonus thing that's always weird. Oh, yeah,
2: the with bonus, the words bonus yeah.
0: stage where you spell out bonus the more ships you shoot.
2: Yeah, well, in this one, you had to keep up bond <laughs> bond bond um, bond. You had to keep us. Those, the ones from f- falling out of space or whatever. Uh, again, kind of pinball y. Yeah. It's a weird The game, yeah. reminds me of pinball, and I don't know why it doesn't look at all that. like pinball. But I have pinball feelings about it.
0: Yeah, would you say you have some pinball fever? Oh, Uh, they're in Parsecs this time around. Whoa,
2: yeah, look at that. Instead
0: of stages, you got Parsecs.
2: This one, of course, had some vertical as well, so you could move up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this at the risk of people thinking I'm terrible for saying it, but (laughs) the Galaga (laughs) remaster, reboot, mobile game that they have,
0: yeah, yes. It's I almost downloaded good. it this week. Is it is it bad? It's
2: pretty no, it's good. Oh, it's good? Yeah, that's the part I'm gonna get cheese for because people don't like mobile games. Aww. I'm telling you, that game's pretty good. I don't I you know I wish it was on a controller, and there's a lot of things I wish about it, but it's for what they're trying to pull off there, pretty damn good. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah. My favorite Galaga experience this past week out of everything I played. We didn't talk very much about it. We just mentioned it a few times, but Galaga 88 has yeah. all those really cool kinds of different modes you can do. Uh, and I, I just feel like even though the graphics, the pixels are kind of a little bit more cutesy, uh, than the other, um, I still think the gameplay is pretty solid. Agreed. It's, 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 uh, it's something that you kind of keep wanting to go back and play more of.
2: I totally agree. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. You put on here Phoenix. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Oh,
0: Phoenix. So I, I didn't mention it, but one night when I was doing my my streaming, um, I was like, hey, what do you guys like to play from this era? And oh, my God, so many people uh, played uh, played these these shooters on the Atari. So we went through a whole bunch of them in Phoenix. Well, you remember iMagic? Yeah. Remember those guys? Yeah. Oh, man, they make some really good games. I think uh, Dice Tomato, who's, who's the one who told me about this one, and we, we played it, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh oh, I think it's got yeah. an arcade version as well. Uh, but you know, it's it's kind of like that Galaxian or Galaxia, and you got like a if you if you push the joystick down, you get a little shield that's just very temporary. Uh, and some of the stages have uh, like big giant phoenix birds. And if you hit them in the center, um, you blow the whole ship up. If you hit just one of the wings, it just blows that one wing up and you have to keep shooting it. So if you get no. a good kill, if you get a good center hit. Uh, you destroy it if you just hit on the edge. Oh, so there it is! Nice variation play. Yeah. Very, very fast gameplay. Yeah, um, just it it really felt better than uh, than than this than the Atari 2600 deserves. Lots of time. So yeah, okay. iMagic Magic always does stuff, including like Demon Attack. That's also another great uh, shooter. I played it, which is very similar to to Phoenix. And I uh, I didn't have the ROM, but I did find I had a book apparently for Demon Attack, which is pretty cool. Uh, game program instructions for the 2600. Oh, Somebody nice! They gave me a whole bunch of manuals, and this was in there, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Very
2: nice. I'm guessing. But look at that boss fight there, too. That I'm boss guessing fight the car. sound on this boss fight is terrible. Let's find out. Uh, let me. Yeah, it ain't great. Let me go back. It's here.
0: Atari Twenty Six Hundred, baby. Let's
2: see if I can get. Some. It's
0: okay. I mean, I've had worse. Yeah, I imagine pretty good. Image magic, however you want to say it. I always call it iMagic.
2: I mean, it felt like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred had about four sounds to it. So yeah, that's pretty much. That was pretty much the deal. My favorite was this. But, you know, this. Activision and, and They should use that in every Magic. game. Everything. Everything should have that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I agreed. sorry. What were you saying?
0: But, yeah, yeah, oh, there's so but so much love for uh, for the shooters on the Atari. We, we just went down a whole list. And oh, my gosh, I got so many people suggest, so many lovers of shooters out there. And I was like, man, I wish I could talk about them all. But we're going to have to break them down into chunks like we did today because just talking about – this handful oh, there's was, so many. Uh, was a pretty big task yeah
2: so, so yeah. many too many like what we're doing next week which we'll tell you guys about in a minute so many it's yeah, so many so we, many we gotta we gotta narrow shit down it's just the way it is all right uh well there you have it uh there's a great era in games i love it i love everything yeah. about it i like modern versions of this i like uh, uh oh the name of it just escaped me uh uh, oh, not Genesis oh, talk, oh. Genesis game,
0: or maybe I'm thinking of place. Game. Oh, oh, yeah, the game you put, Wait, wait, Two wait, 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 wait uh, to... I can't
2: remember that. you yeah, something ago. A goo goo, <laughs> <on>.
0: a goo goo. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold
2: on. laughs> Was this the shooter for the Genesis? Yeah, hold on. It's like, uh, best shmup. I just saw this. Someone's got to have a
0: list. Uh, oh, Musha, You mean what's playing behind no, me? No, I
2: like Musha. Musha is good, um, but that's right. not the one that I'm thinking oh, of. But it's, it's not. It's not Mousha. Is is
0: Goop a goop, goop? You said? Yeah,
2: frick! <laughs> Someone in the chat know the name of this thing? What's well, like a really popular shmup? Favorite shmup? Okay, best shmups. Favorite shmups of all time. Here we go. Reddit's got a whole shmup subreddit. <laughs> it's
0: got a whole shmup of
2: them. Okay, here it is. Uh. What am I gators. thinking of? is it Truxton? I, like, yeah. I might be thinking of Truxton. Yeah, the Genesis game Truxton. Truxton. That game's cool, man. Oh, and Batsu Gun for Saturn is really good. Gradius 5 is really good. Yeah. Um, I love Pixel Junk Side uh Pixel Junk Shooter. That was amazing. Oh, that's so good. PS4 Jamestown. Oh, Jamestown was so good. It's weird, but it's good. It's like, um, it's like steampunk, uh, colony, uh, colonial steampunk, basically, is what it was. Huh. Oh, radiant silver gun. Oh, that might be the one I'm thinking of. Radiant silver gun, dude. That game's rad. Anyway, my point is, there's a sea of these that yeah. owe everything to dude, dude, You know, <laughs> like if it wasn't for this, I, I know we wouldn't it, have any of that.
0: I was curious if we'd hit one of my favorite things about smups is i'm trying to think of the first one i played but i know the first time i was playing a smup and i got a power up i was like holy this what is this yep. now i can shoot with this yep. that was like literally a game changer for me and i'm trying to remember what the what that i i can't wait for us to re, uh, to explore that part of it so i can figure out which one it was cuz i know there was the first time when i did it and i was like holy crap this yep. changes
2: Well, I got good news for everybody. This genre, in a weird way, is being reborn, but in a slightly different flavor right now, and it's part of what's called survivor games, or that doesn't really work because there's other survivor games, but like Vampire Survivors, Rotato, um... (laughs) It's another one I just tried recently. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a... potato. Bro- oh, Rotato is so good. <laughs> but basically, it's it's this kind of thing in a modern way with upgrades yeah. and kind of the RPG yeah. elements and other stuff. It's very, very cool. Sylphide on the Sega cool. CD was cool. Or was it Syl... Yeah, Sylphide, I believe. That yeah, was yeah. cool. Great great mention in the chat. It's just a great genre, man. I feel like it doesn't get the love it needs or deserves. Yeah. So we're here giving it some love. How about that? You like that? I like that. Let's give it
0: some love.
1: Let's give it some love.
2: All right. Let's now try to stump each other. Destroy it. (laughs) Time to play Guess Our Game, where we try to stump each other uh, with a couple of games that we picked. Um, We do it with audio. I'm going to start this week with this sound. Um, This is going to be... uh, Where's my ear? I lost my ear. Oh, here it is. December 89. And I'm being specific about that month for a reason. December... 1989. 89. It was on the Turbo Graphics 16.
0: Santa Claus coming to town. Space Invaders, by the way, was a dream about kids and Santa Claus and aliens attacking. Go ahead. Fantastic. Here's this.
1: <laughs>
0: Any guesses yet? Is this is this Galaga 89 or something or no. 88?
2: No. Galaga 90, because it would be... Ding, ding, ding.
0: You got it. There you go. Yeah, I actually played some of this this past week. TurboGrafx, Galaga 90, even though it came out in 89. Late.
2: Yep. and It is a very good game. Yeah. And I kept worrying, because you kept bringing it up during the show, I'm like, oh, he's going to totally know what I'm playing him today. (laughs) But I'm so happy to tell you that holds the hell up. That's the one I want to play the most. I want to play that now. I want to play that later today. I want to get in there and play more... Of that game. And I don't know if there are any other good versions at home. I just know I have the TurboGrafx 16 version. That's the one. Mm-hmm. There might be that's more. That's the one I played. Are there more? I don't know. There might be. I,
0: I know there's definitely an 88, and that might be an arcade but or PC engine. I'm not sure. But yeah, I got the, I, I played the same one, and it was real. I thought it was great.
2: Yeah, I was that's, fantastic. I think, so the best fun. one. It's very, very good, very arcade faithful, and worth your time. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to play yours now. This is, uh, uh, let's see here. You got 1994 Genesis. Eh? Yeah. Hop hop it to the 94, uh, playing on the Genesis. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that's definitely Genesis. Sounds like Parks. Sounds like
1: I can
0: see
2: that.
0: It's a beat-em-up.
2: It's a beat-em-up? Okay, side-scrolling. Deal. Yes, I scroll into you. Acclaim Studios,
0: Manchester Acclain. is a developer.
2: Oh, I know this. Um, uh, something with a V. Oh. Um, Some of it can be a V. Man. There's a V in
0: the title somewhere. Is there? Yeah. You know, there's a V in the title
2: somewhere. Okay, you said acclaim. That made it really familiar. Ve- 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 uh, ve- Vena- Venus? Not Venus. Uh, Venus. <laughs> Venus? Uh, Venus was her name. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, um. There were two of these. Oh, jeez. Oh, Vector Man. Vector Man. Oh, very good
0: guess, but not quite. Ah, I'll give shoot. you another hint. How about, how about uh, the all the one I've seen this several places in real life, and it's not the only one, but there is a full red cart. It's uh, it is red with a label on it.
1: A red cart.
2: Yeah. Like the red cartridge cart. is red. Yes. I don't remember this. Uh,
0: <laughs> don't Every time know. I see it, I want to get it, and I still haven't gotten. it. I don't know why. I what if I told you it was? Uh, what if I told you it was a Marvel,
2: Probably. Marvel what games, Spider-Man?
1: Because
2: yeah. he's red. Is this right? The Amazing Spider-Man or something? It's not <laughs> Spider-Man and Venom. Oh. Maximum Carnage. So wait, Skit's got it. Oh, because Carnage, duh. Yeah, because right. Carnage. I never played this. I got a real Vector Man vibe out of that for some reason. I could see that.
0: Okay. I, I, I played this only on ROMs. Never, I've never actually owned the title itself. It's, it's on my list of ones I want to get because it's cool red cart.
2: Oh, yeah. Here we go. So there was, oh, there were a couple other red carts. There was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, <laughs> the game. Yep, yep. Maximum Carnage, as you mentioned. Um, Castlevania Bloodline was yes. in a red cartridge. That would be cool. And let's see. Super NES version of the game also red. That's cool, man. Yeah. I want yeah. like a red con, like a pure red console. Yes. Why don't we ever do that? Why didn't that happen? I said you can get accents of
0: red usually, but I think full red. I don't know how that would look. There was some red. Well, what was? What was red? I know there's at least one red console. I'm trying to think which one it was though. Wasn't did, it? Was it N64? There was, was so many. Different oh, you know from what? N64.
2: N64 probably did have something like Mario Red. Probably they had so much. Yeah, they had a lot of translucent stuff too. Remember yeah. that and then the jelly look back in the 90s? They should, mm-hmm. That should come back where you can see all the guts of things. Yes. I think it's time. Let's do that.
0: There is. We don't even have to worry about it because you can. Uh, there's all kinds of places where we can buy aftermarket uh, cases for those machines and pop your innards right in there.
2: I agree. Now this. Welcome
1: to the treasure room.
2: Time for some emails. We'll get some texts in here as well. We got a couple emails from listeners. First was, Oh, you know what? This was actually... Was this an email? It was. Galaga was my... It was an anonymous person. Galaga was oh. my favorite game of the era. It's still very replayable, even as a mini handheld version. Oh,
0: I agree. I have a mini handheld version, and it
2: is freaking awesome. It's great. Scott except for the that the screen, screen sucks. Screen. But what are you going to do? Screen blows. <laughs> you know, the one part you need to be really great because you're looking at it all the time. It's a bummer, I, I, dude. I,
0: I don't know, man. It looks it looks fine to me. It's too. It looks.
2: It's weird. It feels floaty and bright. Too bright. Something's wrong. It's it, not good. it does
0: feel too bright. And I think my. I, I want to say my Pac
2: Man had the option to
0: like adjust the brightness, but I could be wrong. i hmm. been thinking about my gaming watch. Maybe it's my eyes. I had surgery years ago that basically replaced right. my eyes. I can lenses. see definitely where if you hold this, it's very glary. I mean, it's it's one of those kind of screens that if you turn it a certain way is definitely going to give you a lot of glare on it so
2: we had a I friend know,
0: i could definitely see where you might not care for it
2: we had this guy did i tell you about the guy in high school that one time that put the chicken it's, it's <laughs> he put story. the
0: chicken in the pants
2: what yeah do you, eat the do you remember that i told i don't want to say that story again anyways a horrible <laughs> story about this guy that worked at kfc <laughs> but we also called him glary larry glary larry because or sorry glary gary glary (laughs) gary even better larry we call him that larry gary because his glasses probably because he worked at kfc were always so greasy and hideous that if the sun hit him just right he was super glary so we called him glary gary anyway Yeah, yeah uh let's move on to this email from sierra Ooh, they're bringing back uh, sierra bringing back old video games sweet just kidding it's not really them do it hey scott and brian i suppose resident evil is retro for some people but at my age retro doesn't include playstation games the playstation one came out around the time i got married and i suppose to me it seems like a modern console well i got bad news for you dude that was right around the time i got married and it was modern then but it didn't stay there Time moved on. Anyway, to me, retro would probably stop at the PlayStation. That's when modern 3D gaming uh, started, and we are not really that different. Or, Sorry, we are not really in a different age now, just a refined version of it. It's pretty damn refined, though. Like... I don't know. I, anyway. I think
0: so. So this is this is kind of how I usually think. So there's a lot of ways to look at the word retro. There's no hard and hard definition about retro because it's always going to change. There's yeah. vintage, classic, retro. And We just these are just labels that applied to certain generations who are enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, some people probably see the PlayStation One is just nostalgic and not necessarily retro because it's, it's retro meaning that it's it's like it's like heading in the opposite direction almost it's it's the opposite It's pulling backwards against us and i think the fact that almost every game developed today can easily and quickly take advantage of technologies that are not just visual um stuff like you know the the internet and online play and just it's just it's a lot different than the ps1 era it is a really different age if you put a small person in front of a ps1 yeah, they'd probably go like, but why doesn't it have this? Or why doesn't it have that? Kind of well, like when we were growing up and you put it in front of a TV and what? where's the color? Sure.
2: Well let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's see what the world Where's the dual sticks? Let's see what the world thinks it's defined as real quick here. Okay. Right. So first I'll play this. Then, you gotta retro, remember the very retro. first PS one didn't even have a dual sticks. No. The very first it didn't. one just had a D pad. It just had oh, a D pad, but I don't think that's the determiner. But anyway, here here I'll play right. this thing first. Retro. Okay, that's how it sounds. Retro. Retro. Okay, that's what that lady says. Then I go look at the actual definition. Relating to, reviving, or being the styles and especially the fashions of the past. Fashionably nostalgic or old-fashioned. Also means backward or back, situated behind. Uh, Another word for that is retroperitoneal. That's interesting. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. That's what we
0: should have named this podcast.
2: I think... It's impossible to actually define this with gaming because you yeah. could you could feel retroactive about a three sixty, even though we all consider that recent. It's still right. It's older. I'm not saying that's what the show is going to be. Like we were definitely focused in a certain kind of zone, but I don't think we want to get into the definition just too floaty. Too many people think of it as a different thing. And I know kids. Right. Well, I say kids. I know 35 year olds now who. <laughs> Uh, think the n64 is the pinnacle of of old school you know what i mean right so if
0: you're a younger person and you're starting to age and you have children one day they're going to remind you just how old you are when they tell you um they say and you say oh have you seen this movie and they go oh you mean that old movie and they're talking about a movie five years old
2: yeah yeah and you would be like "Uh uh-oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and by the way, if you're wondering about I'm how old. how to say brotato, it's like this potato, but with bro in front. Brotato, Brotato. Potato. brotato. Highly recommend that game. It's only two bucks. It's stupid fun. It's so good. Perfect on your Steam Deck, by the way. Bro, but yeah, we
0: appreciate the uh, the emails here. Is is you're not wrong. We we thought long and hard about this before we started this started doing the show. We had to actually define what retro was for me and Scott personally. Yeah, uh, and we kind of fell in into. Uh, yeah, we, we got a
2: zone, you know, and if we get a PlayStation yeah. thing here and there, we do it. Um, yeah, but you're never going to you're probably not going to hear us talk about PlayStation two games. No, no not yet. Not yet. We got to let more time has to pass.
1: I'm uh, still a couple of,
2: we got a couple of texts here. Let's read these real quick. 801 uh, 471 You can leave us a text message. We'll read them on the show. This is from another anonymous poster who says, Galaxian and Galaga had the first true crossover episode when those 850-point triangular ships flew down at record speed somewhere around the 14th stage. (laughs) So that's cool. I didn't yeah, know that, that is cool
0: I didn't know that is that a thing yeah look at that oh my that. gosh I don't know I've never made it that many 14th stage what am I like uh, good at games
2: yeah what do you think we are D- speed <laughs> monsters what are we what are we he then goes on or is it to somebody else Rob Uzdi or Uzdi says for play retro right. uh don't forget about another shooter called Stratovox
0: oh it- yeah Stratovox I did actually see this in this
2: says it was the very first to have voice synthesis and people uh you had to save yelled help me help me and very good can we find this? Let's find this. Oh,
0: absolutely! Yeah, this is on YouTube. Okay. I, I actually peeked at this one. I
2: played it before, I believe. Stratovox arcade game no. ROM wise. Okay, let's take a look at it. Um, that it's is not, not the game. Where is Stratovox? Was it not an arcade?
0: Yeah, Stratovox arcade is S T R A T O V O X.
2: Strat a nineteen eighty game by Taito. Um, let me see. let's see. Try it one more time. Not have oh here we go. Alright, let's hear some of this voice. Skip ahead, some.
1: Oh yeah, this
2: game. I remember this. Yes. Oh. Help me. <laughs>
0: Very like, it has to be on Galaxian hardware with a with a card, right? That's, oh, oh.
1: That's bad girl. Bad girl.
2: <laughs> I remember this thing. Oh, and they come down and they pick up those little dudes to the side. Yeah, help me, help me. Very good. <laughs> oh god, atrocious. That's love amazing, it. dude. I freaking love that. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for the suggestion. Finally, uh, Div Harry wrote in. Uh, it says Galaga was the first video game I played. Remembering, all right, sorry, game I ever remember playing in a roller rink. In about 1982, uh, ah uh, yes, it says I couldn't and still can't roller skate, but I sure did enjoy Aww. feeding quarters into that machine, Deb Harry. Well, there you go. Some. Love. I
0: played the crap out of video games. When I was at the skating rink. You'd mom drop you off in the morning or late in the afternoon, I suppose. We, we but do we, anyway, be there about five or six hours. you At yeah. our skating rink, and ooh, them t- after, after you got the blisters on your feet, you just uh, you grab a Pepsi and head over there to the arcade area.
2: Yep. I'd play yep. Mario Brothers, the original uh, single screen thing. Not not the side-scroller. Mm-hmm. And uh, i play a lot of Dragon's Lair there. Dragon's Lair, yeah. Dragons Lair. I felt like uh, we had a missile command there, but it was gross. The ball was gross. It was gross. It was all worn up and terrible. <laughs> but, man, what a great time to be alive. I freaking love that yeah. stuff. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Next week, we're doing the five best wrestling games of the 8- and 16-bit eras. Ooh, the, wrestlers! Our,
0: our five favorite, best
2: wrestling games: Eight and Mixy, right? Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling we'll be in the same zone as yeah, each other. So you think you think there is a de facto best five best?
0: There is no argument arguing over
2: it. You I, think? I feel like there's there's probably five total in the era that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot more wrestling games than I always give it credit for. And I'm not a oh giant God, wrestling so fan, but I always like a good wrestling game. They're fun. Yeah. WrestleMania
0: raw, all those games from that eight and 16 bit era stuff, man, did my friend love to play them. And he would invite me over and I'd be like, I don't want a wrestling game. And then I play it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'll
2: it is the cool. They're is, great. They were like, cool. um, you know, even though I knew wrestling itself was fake, it's still real, to right? Me, man. Or whatever the guy says. Right. Um, I love the game version of it because the game version of it was real because that's how you'd win. You'd had to fight good. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't acting. It was your skill as a a player. So anyway, I'm actually really looking forward to this. The five best wrestling games of the 8 and 16-bit era. That's next week here on Play Retro. In the meantime, I want to thank a long-time, old-timey supporter on our Patreon, even though it's
0: only been this year. It's retro, maybe.
2: That's right. His name is Frederick Steinmiller. He joined way early. If you want to be like him, do it. It's a brand-new month. It's the first, by the way. So go to patreon.com slash playretro and sign up today. You'll never get a commercial or ad of any kind. You'll get pre-show content every single week, and you'll get other monthly benefits that you can't get anywhere else. So please, please sign up. And if Brian and I actually follow through on our idea, maybe we do something there. Mm. Oh, yes. I can't mm. wait. You know me, man.
0: I mm. love the cartoons. I do, too. Maybe mm. too much. And I love the commercials even more. Yeah.
2: If you don't know what I'm talking about, I think we talked about this in the pre-show that you can only get as a Patreon. So check that out. Uh, Play Retro Show at gmail.com for all your emails. Send those texts in to 801 471 We're on pl- uh, tw- Twitter. 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 For we're as on long Plitter. as for as long as Twitter lasts, I guess. <laughs> we're on play. we're on Plerk. We're on, Come Plurk. See us on Plurk. Come check us out on Plurk at Play Retro Show and of course uh, frogpants.com slash play retro. I think it's gonna do it. Brian, you got anything to add to this pile of content we just provided? Before?
0: Uh sure. Six PM every night, Eastern time. I play these video games, and I'm gonna be wrestling with you this week on twitch.tv forward slash Brian
2: Dunaway. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds all right. Sounds all right to me. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro. We'll see you next time. Whoops. (laughs)
1: Whoops.
2: (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. With all new moves and 3D graphics, Space Invaders are back. Space Invaders are back.
1: Space Invaders, it's
2: back. You got to check it
1: out. Check it out, you guys. You can hear me in this voice. Space Invaders (laughs) totally back. Check it out.